What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movie Renfield. Here's a quick synopsis. Renfield has been working for the famous vampire Dracula for nearly a century and is tired of the one-sided relationship between the two. The film stars Nicholas Holt, Nicholas Cage, Aquafina, and Ben Schwartz. Standout performances. The number one reason I wanted to see this movie was because of the casting of Nicholas Cage as Dracula. This is an actor you most want to see play the evil vampire due to his history of sometimes being over the top. No one would ever describe Nicolas Cage as a subtle performer. He's a guy who really commits to the roles he plays. Cage's characters have done some bonker crazy things in movies like steal the Declaration of Independence and Cage gives you everything you want him to give you in Renfield. He does a strange voice. He's zany and weird as you'd expect. He's the best thing about this movie but at the end of the day he never surprised me what was so amazing about his performance in Pig recently is that it came out of nowhere. It was the last thing I expected from Nick Cage and call me greedy but I want more surprises from Cage. His last few choices playing himself in a movie and then playing Dracula were a lot of fun to watch but not surprising. Cage throughout his career has always gone back and forth between smaller films the Coen brothers raising Arizona Spike Jones's adaptation and big blockbusters face off Con Air, The Rock, and National Treasure, but in my opinion, he has not balanced them well. In the 90s, when he was making the bigger movies, people wanted him to make more prestige movies, and after Pig, people wanted him to make those kind of small character-driven films with excellent filmmakers, and instead, he's Dracula. Cage can't get past himself at the same time he's both the perfect choice to play Dracula and the last person you want to see play Dracula. Cage recently told Stephen Colbert his five favorite movies he starred in and they are Pig, Mandy, Bringing Out the Dead, Bad Lieutenant, and Joe. Here are my five favorite Nicolas Cage movies in no particular order. Raising Arizona, he has such fun energy in this movie. Adaptation, he plays the neurotic writer Charlie Kaufman. I also love The Rock. I think it's the best actor action movie Nicolas Cage has been in Pig, his best recent work, and Matchstick Men, an underrated film directed by Ridley Scott. Cage is a fascinating actor in that ask any person and they will give you five different movies they love Nicolas Cage in. His career has been all over the place. In the last few years, I've been wondering why actor Nicholas Holt isn't a bigger movie star. He's been in comic book movies, the X-Men First Class films. He's worked with auteur filmmakers George Miller and Yorgos Lanthimos. He's on a successful TV show, The Grey with Elle Fanning. He was in one of the most culturally popular movies of last year, The Menu, and he recently talked with The Guardian about big movies he tried to be in. The Batman, Top Gun Maverick, and the seventh Mission Impossible movie, which he had to drop out of. In Renfield, Holt plays the titular Renfield and is very good in the movie. Holt has always been a very funny actor. Just watch the show Skins. His performance in this movie reminded me of one of his earlier roles, R, a zombie in the movie Warm Bodies. 
Both films have a supernatural element in them, and both have Holt at the center of them just wanting to live a normal life. The best scenes of Renfield are the ones between Holt and Cage, because both really commit to the roles. As I just mentioned, Nicholas Holt was up for the role in Matt Reeves as the Batman that eventually went to Robert Pattinson. I see Nicholas Holt as a guy who should play the villain in a superhero movie. I think I'm done seeing him as a superhero. Hero. He was good as Beast in the X-Men movies. I want Nicholas Holt to play Two-Face. I want to see Nicholas Holt play the Mad Hatter. I think he should be a villain in a Robert Pattinson Batman movie. I think that would make him a bigger name and he would give one of those like all-time great villain performances. I think that's the route he should go if he wants to be in another comic book movie. There are two upcoming projects that may just make Holt a bigger star yet. He will star in Robert Eggers' remake of Nosferatu with Bill Skarsgård, Lily Rose Depp, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, and Willem Dafoe. Another vampire movie that's probably going to be way more of a prestige film than Renfield. And the film Juror Number 2, which may end up being the final movie directed by Clint Eastwood, which will see Holt reunite with his About a Boy co-star Tony Collette. And I think working with these kind of filmmakers is what is eventually going to make Nicholas Holt a bigger star. I mean, that's how you become a star. Robert Pattinson just continued to work with great director after great director and then he finally got bigger movies with great directors. He's making a movie with Bong Joon-ho right now. He just made a movie with Christopher Nolan and Matt Reeves. That's why Robert Pattinson is one of the biggest movie stars in the world right now because he's working with excellent directors. That's why Leonardo DiCaprio became the biggest movie star in the world because he's aligned himself with great directors. That's what Nicholas Holt has to continue to do and I like the path that he's chosen. He's working with Robert Eggers, one of an upcoming filmmaker who's made really good movies and now he's working with Clint Eastwood in his final film. Those moves will eventually lead to Nicholas Holt being more of a household name. Like many, many people, I'm a fan of Aquafina. She's been the best part of so many movies. Unfortunately, that's not the case in Renfield, and it's not her fault. While I was watching the movie, it felt like her and Nicholas Holt were never in the same room. The character she is playing is just not that interesting, especially considering she's in a movie with Count Dracula. If the other characters in the movie are not interesting, all you're going to do is think about when is Dracula back on screen, and that's what happens in this movie. It's the biggest criticism towards the movie has been Aquafina in my mind and that's not fair. I think the character just isn't that interesting. It's not about who's playing the character. It's that this character shouldn't be in this movie. Aquafina is voicing Scuttle in the live-action Little Mermaid movie with Halle Berry, no not that one, and Melissa McCarthy and I don't know what to make of this movie but it's sure to be a massive massive hit. And look, it's not just Aquafina's character that's a problem. There's a very strange crime subplot in Renfield that for me did not work at all. For whatever reason, the people who made this movie decided that it had to be more than just about the relationship between Renfield and Dracula. Ben Schwartz, who is a very funny comedian, is miscast in this movie. He feels like he's in a completely different film than Nick Cage and Nicholas Holt. And I gotta be honest, I don't really care for movies where the premise is everything, and that's the case with Renfield. 
Renfield. The premise is the guy who works for Dracula and no longer wants to work for Dracula. That's it. That's all the movie has to offer. And that's why the movie tried all of the other plot lines, which don't work at all. This movie is only 90 minutes and can just barely reach that mark. There was a segment of the movie in black and white, and I would have loved if the entire film was in black and white. But more importantly, I believe this movie should have been a period piece. This movie does not need to take place in modern times, and its modernness is what doesn't fit at all with Dracula. If Interview with a Vampire took place in the 2020s, that movie would not be interesting. Vampires in modern time does not work. We've seen it with the Twilight films. It's why I don't like those movies at all. If you're making a vampire movie, make it a period piece. When Renfield was announced, I expected this to be a movie that a lot of people would want to see. The horror genre, as we all know, is doing very good at the box office. That was not the case for Renfield. It did only $7 million domestically its opening weekend. And many people are asking why. And some people have asked, is Nicolas Cage no longer a box office draw? I mean, how could he still be? He spent a majority of the last decade making smaller VOD movies and Nicholas Holt and Aquafina are not box office draws either and I have to believe that if critics had come out and given the film wider praise it would be doing a lot better but instead it was the second biggest horror movie of the weekend it lost out to the Pope's Exorcist starring Russell Crowe and I still believe star power works especially when it comes to horror movies I believe people saw the movie Hereditary because it starred Tony Collette and I believe people this past weekend went out and saw The Pope's Exorcist because it starred Russell Crowe. He is a big enough name to still draw more people than Nicolas Cage, especially now. Nicolas Cage has been making smaller VOD movies and Pig, a movie that was brilliant, but not enough people have seen that film. And I don't want to be mean to the director of Renfield, Chris McKay. He's made movies I've liked, the Lego Batman movie and the Tomorrow War, a movie which is just okay. But Renfield could have been better in the hands of other filmmakers. One that I was thinking about is Tim Burton. This movie could have used Tim Burton's signature style. I mean, you could have seen Johnny Depp play Dracula in the 1990s if this movie was directed by Tim Burton. I would have loved to see a Tim Burton movie with Nicolas Cage as Dracula. The two were supposed to work on a Superman movie that was scrapped. Another filmmaker who I think would have been an ideal fit is Sam Raimi, who of course is one of the best horror directors working. A more established director would have known what to do with the tone of Renfield. I think this was a movie that needed a signature style. I think this movie lacked that signature thing. And it mostly has to do with the tone of the movie. Like, Renfield is a movie that doesn't know what it's trying to be, so it's trying to cover all bases. It's trying to be a comedy. The comedy is funny, but it's not super hilarious. It's 
trying to be an action movie. The action scenes are good, not great. And then they try to add some horror elements, and I think that's the thing they really should have tried to commit to. I think they should have gone a full-out horror movie, because I think the best sequences of the movie, like I said, are the ones between Nicholas Holt and Nick Cage. You could have just focused on the horror aspects of the movie and avoided the comedy, avoided the action stuff. Renfield is just like a lot of studio movies today. They offer you something that sounds amazing. Like, on paper, Nicolas Cage as Dracula is something we've all been waiting for. I mean, the only thing that would have maybe been better if they had played Willem Dafoe as Dracula. Like, those are the two actors you most want to see Dracula. And in this case, they were giving us Nicolas Cage. But it just wasn't what I was expecting. I thought the movie would be weirder. I thought the movie would be stranger. I thought the movie would be funnier. And the movie had a good Nicolas Cage performance at the center of it. But every time they went away from him, I was bored by the rest of the movie. It's like you have Nick Cage. Why don't you just let him do his thing? I don't need the Aquafina character. I don't need the Ben Schwartz character. I love both of those actors, but this movie did not need them, and they are the weakness of the movie. The characters, not the actors themselves. I want to reiterate that. I don't blame Ben Schwartz for not working in this movie. I don't blame Aquafina for not working in this movie. This movie just tried to do too much. It should have solely focused on Nick Cage and Nicholas Holt. And there are some good things in this movie. The scenes that were funniest were the ones where Nicholas Holt's character, Renfield, was going to a group of people who were also in abusive relationships. All of that really worked. I think that part of the movie, they really should have honed in on. What I think what happened is they looked at that and said, that's not enough for a movie, so we have to add all of this crime stuff. And what's funny about that is even with that, they barely have a whole movie here. Like, Renfield is more of a concept than it is a movie, and that's another problem. There's another movie that came out in 2023 that really reminded me of Renfield, and that's Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear was a movie that was highly anticipated, that we all thought was going to be amazing, that we all thought was going to be shocking, that we all thought was going to be different than anything we had ever seen before. And while I find Cocaine Bear to be very enjoyable, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And I had that exact same feeling walking out of Renfield. Like Nicolas Cage's Dracula, how insane is this movie going to be? And it didn't get insane enough. It didn't know what it wanted to be. And it was the exact same thing with Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear is half horror, half comedy, half whatever. Both films never truly committed to any one thing. And you can look at both films and say what both films are going for is to just be mainstream movies that do well at the box office. And it worked with Cocaine Bear. That movie did well at the box office. In the case of Renfield, it has not done well at the box office. So it's not going to be viewed as a mainstream movie because not enough people have seen it. And I was surprised by its box office performance 
performance because I was going by what I was seeing on Twitter. Every time there was a trailer, it felt like this was a movie that was anticipated by a lot of people. I don't know why people didn't go to the movie theaters. I know Nicolas Cage hasn't been in hits lately, but I thought we all wanted to see him play Dracula. I thought it was going to be a big selling point. I thought Nicholas Holt isn't the biggest name, but he's done really good work recently. And the movie also had Aquafina. The movie had Ben Schwartz, who's Sonic the Hedgehog. I thought there was enough there that at the very least, this movie would make its money back. No, this movie is a bomb at the box office, and I really don't know why. And as I'm recording this, Renfield has made under $18 million at the box office. This film cost $65 million to make. Now, of course, you shouldn't feel sad for a big movie studio like Universal. What you should feel sad for is they will stop making movies like Renfield, even though it doesn't fully work. I want movies like this to be made because there are other options to see movies. I want to see Nicolas Cage play Dracula in a movie that's attempting to be mainstream. I want to see Nicholas Holt in these kind of movies. I want these movies to be better, of course, but I want these kind of movies to do well so studios continue to make these kind of movies. There is one aspect of the movie I want to talk about, and that's the length of the film. Like I said, Renfield is an hour and a half, and it used to be we loved movies that were only 90 minutes. If you could watch a good movie that's 90 minutes, that's what you were looking for. I mean, there have been so many directors like Noah Baumbach who make great 90-minute movies. You're in and you're out. I think 2023 has been the year of just okay 90-minute movies, like the Super Mario Brothers movie. That's a movie that's 90 minutes. It's just okay. You add Cocaine Bear, 90-minute movie, just okay. Renfield, a 90-minute movie that's just okay. And you feel like these movies should have been longer, and they needed to be longer to be better. And I know people don't want to hear it, I know people complain about movies that are over two hours or three hours. I'm not saying Renfield should have been a three-hour movie, but I think at the very least, if you're going to do a Dracula movie, you need to make it two hours. Because Renfield really rushes through an absurd plot that you really don't understand. I mean, I still don't really understand the absurd crime subplot of the movie. I don't really understand the Aquafina character at all. More time would have given these characters more time to have a connection, to have chemistry. Like, I just don't understand why they invested $65 million to rush through an okay movie. If you want to make it good to great, you gotta make it longer. I think this is that rare movie that should have been longer. Overall, Renfield did not live up to my expectations. Again, when I heard that Nicolas Cage was going to play a vampire, and not just any vampire, Drac I was super pumped up for the movie because I knew at the very least this guy was going to commit and commit he did. I just think the people who made the movie and the movie itself didn't commit to anything. They didn't commit to a genre. They didn't really commit to a plot. They didn't commit to a tone. Cage and Holt were definitely let down by this movie. The performances they give deserve to be in a much better movie than Renfield. Renfield is just one of those movies you'll watch one time and then you'll forget about it immediately. And I wanted the movie to be more. I wanted Nick Cage to be in 
an iconic vampire movie. I wanted Nicholas Holt to be in an iconic vampire movie. And sadly, Renfield just isn't it. It's a film that should be way more entertaining than it is. And I'll say it one more time. It is a movie that should not have taken place in modern times. I mean, a movie about Count Dracula should be a period piece. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify next week on the podcast. I'm talking about the movie Peter Pan and Wendy, written and directed by David Lowry, starring Jude Law, Alexander Maloney, Ever Anderson, Yara Shahidi, and Jim Gaffigan. So tune into that, and please rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you.